It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into another episode of the Locked on Rockies podcast. Yet another crossover, my favorite type of episodes. And I uh, got another member of what what, what we were dubbed the uh, Locked on MLB. Sad boys. Sad boys. I was welcomed not only into the Locked on uh, podcast network, which we're proudly a part of uh, your team every day, uh, but. I was welcomed into the Locked On Sad Boys Club as well. Bryce here is uh, is, is from Locked On uh, Rangers, who joins us today. Bryce, why don't you just give a quick introduction to those who uh, might not be familiar with your work. So howdy to Rockies fans, uh, Rangers fans that are listening. This is uh, Paul Holden, our new Rockies host of Locked On Rockies. Good friend, um, new friend, but still good. Uh, I've been covering the Texas Rangers in some capacity, blogging or writing or podcasting since 2014 and I do some work at the Dallas Morning News and I've been hosting Locked on Rangers since the show started back in 2019 so I have been along for I'm uh, my podcast is also named uh, Locked on Yeehaw Sad Boys um, the unofficial name as dubbed <laughs> by Javi Reyes um, of Locked on Padres so the the Sad Boys are officially Paul Holden has joined our group and we also have Ethan Smith of Locked on Pirates so the other guys are, are, are less sad boys. In the battle of the sad boys, uh, the Pirates just absolutely drubbing the Rockies <laughs> there for most of the weekend, uh, shutting them out twice in a doubleheader. Um, so it was, uh, uh, I think I might have title of, uh, of, of King Sad Boy on, on the, at least this weekend. Well, I guess, no, uh, you know, Locked On Pirates takes that because of, of reigning supreme over, over us. But I feel What's, like you, you're the sadder boy because they beat you. So yes, yeah. I, I, see, that's what I was saying. I was the saddest boy, so I think that I, <laughs> I reign supreme. Um, so another battle of the sad boys coming up here: Rockies, Rangers. Rangers are heading uh, to Coors Field here, where the Rockies actually uh, can maybe win a game or two after they uh, yet again were struggled on the road. What is the current state of the Texas Rangers heading into the series? Well, they are just real sad boys. Things are, are pouring very much in favor of a Rockies sweep at this point because the Rangers are right now riding a 12-game road losing streak. And in the middle of that road losing streak, they also swept the Houston Astros while at home in Arlington. So go figure that one. Literally, a week, like I think a week after getting swept in a four-game series in Houston. Um, also, the Rangers have not won a game against the national league team yet this season. And that streak goes back all the way to last year. I think it's something in the nature of 10 to 12 games somewhere in that variety, but the Rangers are in a rough place. Um, You're also not going to see Kyle Gibson who is having the season of his life. He has been excellent. He's on the 10 day IL with a right groin strain. So we will not see him this series. He should be back. Not much after that, but the Rangers offense is, is in the toilet. This just it's just straight up in the toilet. Um, but I must warn fans just in advance, if you're going to be in the outfield seats, you might be killed by a Joey Gallo home run or an Adolis Garcia home run. So just 
wear body armor or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's one thing too. I, I feel like the Rangers and the Rockies have a lot of uh, of similarities, even down to big name players on the on the IL. Trevor Story won't be in this series uh, as he is on the ten day IL with uh, that uh, elbow inflammation that he's dealing with, and that's the Rockies. Hometown kid. Yeah, exactly. The, I was. That's. Uh, we're gonna get to that here in just a little bit. Don't don't you worry, Bryce. I got I got follow ups <laughs> on that. Um, but. The Rockies offense is at an all time low, but it's not the, that's on the road when the Rockies come back to home that there is a great uh, possibility that the Rockies play a little bit better. They actually are, I believe, above 500. Yes, they are 16 and 12 at home. I'm very surprised to hear that the Rangers have not won a game against an NL team uh, for for a while. Does that just is that just because they're playing the best of the NL or just uh, they struggle of- when they have to have their pitcher bat? No, I think it's just, it's kind of a weird thing, honestly. Like, cause it's not been a lot of like, they, they, they played mostly good teams. Let's see the last team that they played in the NL. Um, it, it's not even just like games in national league parks. It's like also games just in their own park against NL teams. So they got swept for a little two game series in San Francisco. Um, they've played, they got swept by the Padres this year. I think that's all they've played um, so far this season. But I mean, last year they played the NL West and um, they ended the end of the season on the four game sweep against um, or at the hands of the Padres, which the whole unwritten rules thing, by the way, in case you guys missed this, Chris Woodward actually did have a change of heart. He talked about it after the whole uh, you're mean Mercedes thing talking about actually, you know what, you should swing 3-0 every time it's the best pitch ever. And I, I love that growth for him. But yeah, they've just been playing really good NL teams, um, mostly the Dodgers and, you know, the Padres and uh, the Giants as well. So I don't know. It's just kind of a weird streak. You know, the Rangers come in on those two big losing streaks. So it would make sense for them to just lose a whole lot. But, you know, it would be very baseball for them to sweep this series because as soon as I try and predict anything about this team, they go and prove me wrong one way or the other. Yeah, I, I think that's just like you mentioned, a classic case of baseball being baseball. It's just a prime example of it being a, a weird sport. And, and you know, something sometimes got to give. I was going into the mindset uh, in the Pirates series that uh, it was going to be a, a turnaround for the Rockies. And, and that wasn't quite the case. But, yes, the, 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 a good chance for the Rockies, as uh, especially leading off tonight, the, they go up against Herman Marquez uh, or leading them for uh, the Rockies. So. That's it. That's definitely one thing to be excited about. But like I like you mentioned in that offense, it's these two teams desperately need a course field series, it seems. Oh, they need it badly. I mean, Joey Gallo has been kind of in a bad way as of late. Um, but Adolis Garcia is is the story of this season. Um, Rockies fans might not know who he is, which completely understandable. He is a 28 year old Cuban rookie who played. I think five games maybe for the Rangers last year played like 10 games for the St. Louis Cardinals the year before and has suddenly gone from guy who is DFA'd in spring training to MVP candidate. He has been phenomenal. He is last time I checked tied for the major league lead in home runs with 16. He also spent the first 10 to I think just 10 games in triple a and the Rangers called him up and he has been phenomenal and electric ever since 
Yeah, I mean, it's you, you love the at least in the in the sad boy club, you got to appreciate when when you have performances that uh, that stand out to you and, and make the team wa- uh, worth it and uh, worthwhile. And uh, speaking of instant gratification, like calling up a prospect that does really well, if you are looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma Money, you could win cash reimbursements for debt purchases. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Mar- your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Also want to let you know about rockauto.com it is summertime and memorial day weekend just wrapped up and if you didn't hear the number of people on the roads it was in the millions make sure your car is ready for all things summer with rockauto.com chain stores they have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login i stress this a lot but when i moved last year i had to go through the process of going to back and forth from the auto parts store looking for the pieces that i needed to make my move happen when all i needed was just the right hitch for my vehicle i had the right Thing, the right information, I could have just gone to rockauto.com and searched for what I needed and just had it delivered right to me. No hassle, no going to multiple stores. It would have been super easy. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same part? Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Bryce, speaking of parts, there's a lot of pieces that uh, might be on the move from the Colorado Rockies. And there's been talks of a, there's been rumors, I feel like, of a Trevor story to the Rangers, not so much in a trade, but in a free agency signing. What do you think of a potential Trevor story to the Rangers? Do you think it's going to come to that? Do you think he'll be dealt somewhere? Do you think Trevor story is going to entertain the Rangers in free agency? You know, I don't really know Trevor Story personally. Um, I do know that he is from Irving. He grew up and went to Irving High School in Texas, which is where the old Cowboy Stadium was um, and is not too far from Arlington where the Rangers play. But, you know, I don't think the Rangers would trade for him. They're definitely in a rebuilding mode. Um, They think they might be coming out of it. The real question is they're going to need some pitching help and, you know, if Trevor story did come, I don't think that he would play shortstop. I think he would be a second baseman. Um, Cause there are some questions about Nick Solak. He has been in a real funk as of late, um, but Isaiah Connor for has been excellent for the Rangers. This is his first season as a full-time 
starting shortstop. The Rangers announced that he was going to be their full-time short, starting shortstop in uh, December, uh, not too much before trading Elvis Andrews, that was, but it was before they traded him. So they knew IKF was going to be their guy, but he has been excellent for them this season. Um, I believe he's top five in AL position player war, which is just incredible. Um, he has been an excellent defender, won a gold glove last year, at third base, the same position where Josh Donaldson plays, who is an incredible defender. Um, yeah, right now IKF is at 2.8 baseball reference war, tied with Adolis Garcia, um, and he's just been excellent. He's still only making $2 million, and he's only 26 years old, so I think he's going to be their shortstop of the future, but he doesn't provide a whole lot of offensive pop. He provides more than we thought he would, which was basically nothing, but he has been a pretty decent offensive shortstop, but I think if Trevor Story did come here, the Rangers did go and spend money. Um, Trevor Story would end up being the second baseman, and then who knows what would happen with Nick Solak. Unless Nick Solak goes and has a monster end to this season, which he would kind of need to do, uh, I don't necessarily see the Rangers spending a whole lot of money on Story. Um, they definitely need some starting pitching help because their, their starting rotation has been not great, I should say, this year. Um, definitely was meant to be kind of you know, piece together kind of willy nilly, but mm -hmm. Kyle Gibson has come out of nowhere to be excellent, but everybody else has been very meh. I mean, Dane Dunning is having a, a pretty decent rookie season. He's being about MLB average. Jordan Lyles has gone from horrendous to very bad. So Former Rocky Jordan Lyles, right? If yeah, I, if yeah. He, yes. he was a Rocky for, for a minute there. So there is, there is some improvement. Um, but Kohei Arihara, the guy who they got out of Japan, who is a 28-year-old rookie, just like Adolis Garcia, on a much different level of success, um, he has been put on the 60-day IL. He had a uh, an aneurysm in his right arm. He had surgery to repair that, so he's going to take a while and be out for a minute. And, you know, Mike Foltinevich has not been quite what they hoped. I mean, he's been fine, serviceable, and um, Hyunjun Young has just broken into the starting rotation. Um, he is a guy who is 33 years old. He is also a rookie, spent 12 years in Korea, um, his home nation, uh, pitching in the KBO. And this is his first year in the big leagues. He wasn't supposed to be a starter. That was not the plan. Um, he was, it's just kind of been a necessity. He has been, he started off as a guy who just came in as the long reliever in mop-up outings and did pretty well there. Has had a couple of spot starts and has been de facto the number five in this rotation. And with Kohei Arihara on the 60-day IL and Kyle Gibson on the 10-day IL, the Rangers have just needed somebody to go right. eat some innings. And that's kind of what most of the staff is, except for Jordan Lyles, or excuse me, Dane Dunning and Kyle Gibson. Everybody else is kind of like, please save our arms. Please save everybody <laughs> else's arms. You can give up a bunch of runs. It doesn't matter. Just like pitch some innings <laughs> right yeah i mean it's pitching i pitching woes i know i know all about that but you mentioned starting pitching being the thing that the rangers need would the rain the starting pitching has been a bright spot for the rockies this year would there anybody in the rockies rotation be someone that the rangers would aim for in, a, in any hypothetical trade maybe uh if you were to bring store by the way trevor story at, at second base is kind of blowing my mind i can't even it, it seems like not that big of a deal but it just seems so unnatural to, to see him play anywhere but shortstop as well but would the rangers benefit from a Herman marquez a john gray type pitcher 
Oh, absolutely. They would most definitely. And also they would benefit from uh, old pal Chi-Chi Gonzalez. You know, Chi-Chi Gonzalez, I, man, he has no business, he, nothing crazy, but he has been relatively good this year. He's had a few solid starts. You know, I, I really love that guy. That was one of the first prospects I ever interviewed. He was the Rangers first round pick back in, what was that? Uh, 2013. And he was the most like, you know, there's no such thing as pitching prospects. That's a saying, but he was the most surefire thing of like any pitching pro like just to be like a solid, decent middle of the rotation guy, maybe upper rotation if things really broke his way, but like he was going to be a big league starter and that was going to be fine. And then old friend of the Rockies, Troy Tulowitzki, um, absolutely destroyed him with on literally one bad pitch. He threw one bad changeup in a playoff series uh, against Toronto and Troy Tulowitzki just hammered it into the stratosphere and i don't know why but ever since then he was not the same pitcher like he was a basically a fastball like a four-seamer sinker cutter slider guy with a little bit of a change up and he just and the slider was really really good that was his best pitch but he kind of lost the feel for it and so the rangers ended up dfaing him and he ended up in colorado and i'm like i don't know if this guy can regain the form he did but i'm just really happy for him that he did because he's he's a good kid and you know you wish all your your former prospects success i mean you'd rather them succeed with you but you know it's just good to see him holding down a spot in the rotation doing all right but the rangers are so far in the rebuild like they they are not trading for for anybody they could use uh, a john gray for sure um they could use herman marquez um there was some thought about um uh, who is it? Who is the guy? Kyle Freeland. That was the guy. Um, apparently it's not looking like he has done super well this year, but the Rangers were kind of in on a hypothetical trade for Nolan Arenado um, this off season. And after seeing what the Rockies got, I'm like, why, why the Rangers could have absolutely beat that deal and not anyone could have beat their that farm deal. system. Yeah. It's so stupid. And then when the GM steps down two months later, uh, silently in a uh, press release during a COVID season where he doesn't have to face anybody. It's uh, still very much a, a fresh, fresh wound that I, I legitimately don't know when I'll ever be over it. Like I, uh, I, I would understand if you never were because like I, I, I don't think I, I don't think I can ever get to a place where there will be a justification that that trade makes any form of sense in, in my mind. But you no, mentioned, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, it definitely won't. And um, also, Initially, I was like, I was really high on the David Dahl signing for the Rangers. I was really happy about it. Right now, he's on the 10-day IL. He, his injury makes me more mad than it does sad for him because he was trying to rob a home run in, I believe, at that point, what was a 8-1 uh, to one game in the eighth inning against the Angels. And he ran into the wall trying to rob a home run, and he injured his ribs. And so he's on the 10-day IL. But I thought... Now there's a guy who the Rangers are going to have a couple of years of control over. They only signed him for $3 million mm -hmm. and he's 27 and he's a former all-star. Yeah. The injuries are scary. Yeah. Like he hasn't performed super well outside of Coors Field, but I'm like, what did the Rockies have to lose given this guy a spot? Like I didn't get it. And now he's been, we've got 42 games of him and he's got an OPS of 582 and the defense has been fine. Nothing spectacular. He hasn't particularly killed righties like I thought he would. And so I'm like, well, okay, Rockies, maybe, maybe you were right on this one. 
Yeah, that's a tough one. I was actually going to bring that up uh, there uh, once you after that Chi conversation, man. I big David Dahl fan because when he when he's locked in, he he's I think really something something great, but just horribly inconsistent. And the injuries have never been able to to uh, he's never been able to stay healthy, which is just such a bummer. But yeah, I didn't quite understand uh, the Rockies moving away from him, but you know, like they said, maybe the they did catch on to some worrying trends and they they did. Uh, cut ties but that's just very unrockies like they give they give people lots of chances long long looks to see if they'll they'll work out and figure it out but uh i, I, I do hope that, that he comes back and bounces back i i do i am rooting for david doll big time me too but uh bryce let's get ready to let's let's wind things down with a quick series preview but before we do that, before the next pitch, be sure to get all your sports info and odds, all things you need for sports at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, and all your fight night action, UFC, MMA. You can place your bets there at Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head over there to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game, as there is so much playoff action right now across sports head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit using that promo code locked on bet online your online sports book experts we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed Rangers, Rockies, brand new series could bring some life to some teams that desperately need it. Herman Marquez taking the bump for the Rockies. Dane Dunning, the probable pitcher for the Texas Rangers. Bryce, what do you expect from tonight's matchup there between uh, these two pitchers? Well, Dane Dunning got absolutely shellacked in his last start. It was probably his worst start of his MLB career. Um, he has been a guy who like, he's been kind of surprising. The strikeout numbers are much better than I ever thought they would be. Um, he's got a strikeouts per nine, um, at, of 9.9, which is the highest on this Ranger starting staff, which is not something that I expected because, you know, he wasn't really billed as a strikeout guy. He was kind of billed as a co- induced weak contact kind of ground ball kind of pitcher. Um, but you know, I think this could be a really good bounce back start for him. Um, one of the things he's been pretty decent at, except for as of late, he was really good at limiting the home runs. So if he can get back to to that, of limiting the number of home runs, keeping the ball on the ground, um, some of the things that made him successful in the minor leagues um, and last year as well with the Chicago White Sox, I think that could prove really beneficial for him. If he gets the ball high and keeps it in the air or keeps it higher in his own, he doesn't have the kind of velocity and spin rate and stuff that can you know, have success with that. So 
I'm hoping he has a bounce back game. Uh, Joey Gallo had has been looking a little bit better as of late. Um, I'm hoping that uh, he's been doing really, really well against lefties. So I'm hoping that he can do well against Herman Marquez. I know Marquez has had a pretty solid season and putting up some numbers that are pretty hard to put up in Colorado. But um, man, the Rangers need a win in a just really bad way. They had a day off yesterday, but man, do they need a win about as badly as any team. And I know they're in the tank and they're going to be in the tank for at least this year and probably next year too. But like, there's a difference between being at the very bottom of the barrel and just being hopeless. And the Rangers have, have been fun and had some moments of, you know, excitement and, you know, beating some teams that they maybe didn't think they could beat. Like they swept Tampa Bay uh, in Tampa Bay in a four game series early in this season. That was actually the first series that Dallas Garcia was up. He definitely helped in that one, but um, man, they really need to pull one out tonight. I'm not so sure about, the rest of these games, uh, Mike Fultinevich is going to start in game, uh, the third game on Thursday afternoon. He has been really bit bad by the long ball, as has Jordan Lyles. So those two in Coors Field uh, obviously have some concerns. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, the, the from the Rockies' perspective, they they look to capitalize on a, on a struggling Rangers team with being them coming in at the at the front of your rotation. you got to get Herman Marquez some run support. He uh, pitched in the, the doubleheader against the Mets uh, and was shut out uh, when the Rockies were shut out, not him, I should say, uh, but only letting up one. But, yeah, Herman is a great court. He knows how to pitch at a course field of 182 batting average and 38 strikeouts. Uh, but his ERA at home is uh, up near five. So it'll be, uh, and, and you know, he can give up a lot of runs, but that number is a little inflated there from uh, that just one horrendous start where he didn't even get uh, out of the first inning and let up eight earned runs. And it just absolutely wild never never seen Herman Marquez that bad in my entire life it was a very weird thing but that this is where the Rockies need to take advantage they're at home they're a team is struggling they struggled against a team that was struggling last time but uh yeah this is a this is a a series that the Rockies uh there's no there's no must win series for for these teams I feel like in, in this year <laughs> uh but uh this is it this is one that you would say you got it you got to win and you, you got to take away and uh I'm hoping Armand can can continue to succeed. But Bryce, uh, I'm going to let's wrap things up here. You've been uh, super great with your time. What's the best place? Where should they uh, go to stay up to date with all things Rangers and yourself? And I'm assuming a little Mavs coverage as well, even though we all know the Nuggets <laughs> are going all the way. Yeah, yeah, I, I am. I'm happy for those nuggets. You know, if the Mavs don't win at all, then I am definitely rooting for for Nikola Jokic and, and those the MVP, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's no question. And anyone who's trying to say otherwise is just promoting some agenda. Even they don't believe at this point, to be honest. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter at Bryce Patrick. That's Bryce with an I and Patrick with no C at the end, just a K. Um, you can also follow at Locked On Rangers. Just spell it all out. You know, we got that handle before we had a uh, Locked On New York Rangers. So I get a lot of uh, New York Rangers hockey comments, which is a lot of fun. You know, sometimes <laughs> I like to pretend that I am the actual hockey Rangers Twitter account, but yeah, follow us there. Follow the show um, locked on Rangers, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and where can they find you, Paul? Where can they find all your, your goodness? 
I don't have the nice locked on uh, tag for the show. It's at LO Rockies. If you want to say up to date uh, with all things, David Dahl's former stomping grounds. And uh, <laughs> I am over there at Paul Holden 33. I tweet a lot about Rockies and video games. Mostly that's kind of what I do a lot of. Uh, that's my entire Twitter feed is just mostly being angry at the Rockies at this point, but that's where you can find it. And uh but uh, yeah, I'm also I also do some other podcasts, but you can follow it there. But uh, Bryce, thank you so much for your time. And uh, let's see some offense this week a, a little bit. I don't want our pitchers to get uh, destroyed, obviously, but uh, watching back to back shutouts in the doubleheader has me craving a course field series. There will be some offense for sure. Some some bombs will be hit. I, I have no doubt that Joey Gallo might hit a bomb that could break the space time continuum. Same with Adoles Garcia. And, you know, I'm sure the Rockies will do their damage as well. Should be a fun series. Just real quick, last thing. How excited are you for your home run derby at Coors Field? Uh, I am very excited. I, I've i always wanted Joey Gallo to participate. And I fear if he does this year, there might be actual casualties or he could destroy the entire mountain range in Colorado. Hey, you know, they, that would be, it would be quite the feat to see, but I'm excited to watch everyone launch some baseballs, but uh, locked on Rangers. Uh, Bryce, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.